Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> a I'm little rusty. error from our producer the first time in a long time. <laughs> that is okay. What's up, everybody? And welcome into The Real Boys. <laughs> Today, we were reviewing my number three, Mall Rats. It's a 1995 hey. film. Thank you for putting that on there because I, I was not sure if it was 1995 oh. or not. But 1995 Mall Rats. What was everyone? This is like Kevin's uh Kevin Smith. Yeah, I gotta make sure I get the right name. It's but. your top three. <laughs> How the hell did you not I mix up Kevin James and Kevin Smith a lot? I'm sorry. Wee. I do it. I do it. We're going we're going fast and loose tonight. Everybody's <laughs> off their game. Yeah. Uh I've been talking about I all do day. it. <sighs> but this yeah, is, this is I, a, I love this movie. This movie is just so much fun. Whenever I see the poster, though, it does remind me. I always think of either the new guy because it has something similar in style, the poster, or it's Tom Green. The Tom Green show? No, well, like that's Canadian. MTV? But no, just the way he's standing and what he's wearing, I'm like, that is Tom. No, it's not Tom Green. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. No. Oh, yeah, that's just my little caveat. That, that's what the poster, when we had the poster up, I'm like, wait, Tom Green's in this movie? I just watched it. Oh, no, it's not. Uh, shit. That's all. <laughs> just random shit that Phil thinks of. Yeah. Wow. Very comic book style. This is also a movie based around comic books. Uh, who collected comic books? I was not one of these people. I didn't collect a lot of comics. I collected specific types of comics. Like, I have the whole Wolverine origin when it came out, I have doubles of that because I knew it was going to be worth money. I have some Green Lantern. I have some other oh. pot, uh, comics and that. So, yeah. Even as a kid, you were no fun is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I oh, have. The reason I have two is one I read and the other one I kept because I was smart. Yeah. So you're no fun. Oh, hi. I'm little kid Phil. I can't wait to make money off of these in 20 years. <laughs> Listen, punk rocker oldie. Okay. I don't want to work for the man, so I want to make money myself. So if anything, that makes me more punk rock than you. Yeah, uh-huh. The worst hey, I don't work for a man, I work for myself. That comic books would be worth money in the future. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Sports uh, cards are worth money now. Sports cards are worth a lot of money. Yeah. So are Beanie Babies and Pokemon. Beanie Babies aren't worth shit. Pokemon yeah, no, no, no. cards. Unless it's that's the where Princess that Diana. Baby. I think the Princess Diana is yeah. the only one that's worth money. All right, we're not talking yeah. about Beanie Babies. We're talking about mall rats, baby. Talking about mall rats. Did anyone get to see the the... I, th I believe it's the unedited version, the extended version. No, with nah. the Paul Re with the Paul Revere, where he's trying no. to shoot at the mayor. No. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go over this with with you guys real quick because this is the one Jesus, I always watch. This is something I need to see. <laughs> but at the beginning, Brandy is like uh, um, looking at the stars through a telescope on top of the the school. I think they were they're at, and uh, TS is doing like a play, and he's playing Paul Revere, and he has a musket, and the mayor <laughs> Dylan's face is amazing. I, the mayor shows up. Yep. The mayor shows up, and she he's with uh, she's with uh, Mr. Spenning, and he's trying to get the check to do his game show or whatever it was. And um, long story short, the musket gets stuck in um in a <laughs> what's her face's what's her in Brandy's hair, and then he they think he's trying to assassinate the mayor. So. And then the mayor gets tackled over a, a table and she has to get stretched out on with a neck brace on and everything. The check gets ripped, gets ripped up. 
And Mr. Svenning hates TS a lot more. <laughs> Never saw it. Okay. Uh, yep. What? So yeah, if <laughs> you guys, you see this? it's a it go. It's pretty much on all the um, the streaming, streaming sites, the legal streaming oh, I sites, because that's what yeah, we do here at the Real Boys. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of little uh, quips in there too that aren't on the final cut. So just, go back and check them out. Go to your street, your local streaming service, and check them out. Your yeah, mom and I would have to watch site. this movie again, <laughs> right? Your mom and pop streaming site, but yeah. Anyways, oh, uh, the Sega pause game when uh, when the start of the movie when he's getting knocked on the head by uh, I think Renee is her name, but I always call her Brenda and everything I see because <laughs> she's Brenda. She's Brenda, yeah. right? And uh, who ha- who here has paused their game? Overnight, just to continue it the next morning. Raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. I got, yeah. I got, I'm curious. What games? What games? We'll go, Mike. What games? Oof. Um. <laughs> it would have been on the on the original PlayStation. Um, probably like Metal Gear Solid, the first one. Weak. Um. Weak. in the middle of a mission because you couldn't save whenever back then yeah so yeah. in order to get through a mission so you know if you're if you're playing too late at night and you have to go to bed because you have to go to school in the morning um yeah metal gear would be the one that i would that i would be most confident in my answer hmm. what about you jerian rampage Nintendo. rampage yeah yeah man you know how hard that is like that's that's an all-nighter. You either stay up all night with your friend on a, you know what I mean? You get a bunch of <laughs> oh, yeah. night, you can knock it out, but if not, you're playing that solo. You got to go overnight that bad boy. <laughs> Dylan? I think it was Elder Scrolls Four: Oblivion. Way back on the original Xbox. Yep. Hey, it was revolutionary at the time. I yeah. know Hell it yeah. was. And the like the sides that we're, we're, we're not going to get into Oblivion, <laughs> but the main storyline of that is so fucking boring yeah i can't <laughs> believe it the rest of it's super good but the story sucks uh phil super mario brothers super mario brothers yeah all the yeah. time all the first one uh, all of them the third one all of them i would uh, randomly i would i would start playing them on the nes and then i would be like uh my mom's like it's time for bed so i'd pause it turn off the tv go upstairs go to bed wake up really early for school just to play like a, a couple extra five, ten minutes of uh, mm-hmm. Mario and then come Are home you and telling play. me you can't beat the first Super Mario Brothers in less than ten minutes. <laughs> I wasn't Fucking an adult. <laughs> I was an still adult. a child. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't need to pause Metal Gear Solid. Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Muggle Gear Goggles. Of... Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Well, learn how to say words. I can. I have a speech right. impediment. I actually had had a th- speech therapist when I was younger. Because <laughs> I can't say, I, c- I can't roll my R's, or I ha- and I had problems saying the S, like saying S's in words. Oh, that's terrible. And then I had $10,000 <laughs> worth of dental work, i.e. braces for fucking six years, and I still can't All speak. Right. All right. So, uh, so, A little history so, for Phil. Tell us more, Phil. <laughs> 
No one wants to hear this. <laughs> no, no one wants to hear my life No one story. wanted to hear Let's that Let's go into much. this movie. It's more entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so oh Renee pretty much breaks up with Renee, a.k.a. Brenda, pretty much just breaks up with Brody. And a very, I don't know, it didn't need to happen. She's wasted a lot of time doing it. Just hand him the letter and get the hell out the window. <laughs> but she was yeah. hoping that he would fight for her and show that he really cared when... Guys don't have the time at that age to really care about shit. Dude fell asleep playing NHL 97, by the way. So, (laughs) Go Hartford. Go the Whales. Yeah, right. I I was trying to remember who he's playing. This movie does this thing that I hate, that um, your protagonists are such shitheads (laughs) that you need to make your antagonists like the worst people in the world <laughs> so that you still root for these shitheads that you have like leading your movie like Jason Lee is he's so good like his dialogue is the most ridiculous shit you've ever heard um mm-hmm. it's it's way overwritten but he's so good and so like captivating when he's talking it's interesting there's not too many people who could have played this role and made it as good as he did, but he's such an asshole that like in order to make him the main character of the movie, they had to make Michael Rooker and uh, Ben, I want to say Ben Stiller. Uh, nope. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm not ben the only Affleck. one that does it. So there you go. Yeah, you have to make <laughs> Michael Rooker and Ben Affleck like the worst people in the world so that you'll like these other two that also completely suck. That is kind of hit Kev- uh, Kevin Smith's early like niche is we got some shithead guys and the women in their life kind of turn them around, but then are also prizes. And I think it's something he's kind of walked back recently. I think he's kind of come to, I think he's kind of like admitted, you know, he's a young filmmaker. He's a young guy yeah. who was dealing with his own relationship stuff, but it's a trend in these first few Kevin Smith movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He it's, it's it, in essence, it's him journaling his life at that point and what he's gone through and how he wished things would go through or how he wished he was, you know, it's him just show, sharing his, what he is, you know? And then yeah. he realized that's cause, cause during the nineties, that's all we got inundated with being a jackass to your girlfriend. The girl's supposed to do whatever you say, you know, like all the girls are all passive and this and that. And then in reality, oh uh, hell no. <laughs> it doesn't work that way in real life mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> yeah no these these guys yeah. don't deserve any of these women that they get in these movies so They're did you guys the absolute i'm sorry worst. did you guys know why tc was running from the news then if you didn't see the alternate ending or the alternate beginning no because he was nah. running from the news from news crews and that was pretty much why the, the entire movie well the entire 15 minutes of the first part of the movie <laughs> No, uh, I've never. <clears throat> I I don't know that I had even noticed. I've only I've seen this movie twice. Uh, yeah. Within, I think within the last year now. Um, I don't know that I remember him running from news people. I remember him running from the cops, and mall security. Yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. that's pretty integral to the story. Right. Yeah, because though, though it's Jane Silent Bob's Plan A, which I wanted to talk about the sock full of quarters, <laughs> and how well that turned out. Damn kid. Now, what was that kid the same kid that was sitting on the escalator? 
No. Okay. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> All right, awesome. I, I, so. <laughs> I have nothing else about it. It's just no. It was just no. a, a different kid because I even rewound it just to make sure. Wow, how I don't old know are why, you? But I did notice. Did you watch it on VS, VHS? <laughs> you rewound it with your tape. You rewound it. Rewound it. Yes. You rewound it. You have to use it. a pencil. That's oh my god, Phil. <laughs> Can somebody mute Phil? Phil? Phil, I know what you're trying, but man, is that a cassette? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, also, I, I tried. I tried, and it can't failed. rewind a VHS tape with a pencil. What yeah, you can. Fuck? If you try hard enough, maybe. Anything's right. possible. You can work Ugh. anything out with a pencil. Ugh. <laughs> All right, let's keep going, Dan. <laughs> what did you guys think of uh, Trisha and her little experiment? Knowing that she's 15 years old. Wow. That's a, it's a very weird part of this movie. <laughs> the sexualization of these women, like um, it's very 90s. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like between this and oh, what is her name? Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah. Uh, her yeah. character is sexualized for absolutely no reason. Like they silent Bob keeps busting into her dressing room. There's that scene where she's trying on underwear for absolutely no reason. I think it was like, just yeah, yeah the, the weird story. sexualization of these female characters is uncomfortable. And it's it's really prominent in this movie too. This is like because even in even in clerks where a big part of the plot is the one girl sucking 37 dicks. Um, they're not sexualized as much as they yeah, are. Yeah, there's like, movie. she sucked 37 dicks. We're not going to sexualize her, though, except for yeah. the one scene where she fucks a dead dude. That's, a, that's a different That's a different girl. No. That's the girl that was getting married in the newspaper. Oh, shit, that's right. My apologies. Jesus, Phil, how many times have you seen Clerks? Apparently Wasn't it one of your movies? It is. It is. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about the sexualization of characters. Fuck off. Yes. <laughs> Just kick me off. I'm done. I'm done. Nah, you're good. <laughs> no, no, it's oh, we I... need somebody to make fun of. <laughs> Phil is it today. Where's fucking Justin when you need him? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I wanted to jump to the part where the, one of the parts where I thought it was funny as hell is when Brody raises hell outside the comic book store. And he's like, when he goes, and he goes, just just because the guy's in the comics, you can't start some shit. I thought yeah. that was like one of that the funniest parts of the movie. Yeah, classic lines. And he finds out that Stan Lee was there signing autographs. Mm-hmm. Jason Lee in, in general is really good in this. Like, he's yeah. just, he's a charismatic guy. And apparently he hadn't acted before he was in this. And Good for him. Yeah, right. I, I no, personally he's... love his quote that he does about when uh, asked about the ladies, how him and Mick Jagger were swimming. Oh yeah, with Stanley conversation. Yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. How is he obsessed with like the male genitalia of all? Of <laughs> yeah. yeah there's yeah. like your friend needs help, and then it's yeah. like yeah, I was swimming in the pussy with my Mick Jagger. It's like. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. It's like what about the Hawks junk? What is, what's that made of? But then you got parts. You got the Batman plan, which I like. Another one, another another great quote. Fly, fat ass, fly. fly. (laughs) The whole. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, movies definitely have some classic one-liners that 
you know, especially coming from Jay. Jay has yes. some good one-liners. Jay did. He had yeah. to audition for this part. That's weird. Funny yeah. enough, the the mm. um the the the, the what call it? The studio re- almost replaced him with Seth Green. Yeah, and Breck and Meyer also a, a audition, but they all agreed that uh, Jason Mewes was this character. So thankfully yeah. for that. I remember us talking about that later in our later on our earlier episode, actually. I can't imagine Seth Green would have been good in this. Like or in any of them. I I don't I can't think of anything I've seen him in where I was like, yeah, Seth Green. Uh <laughs> The only one is Austin Buffy. Powers. He he was really good in Austin Powers. He's fine in Austin Powers because he doesn't have to do anything. Exactly. Yeah, he could. That movie could have been fine without him too. That's yeah. his best role. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's great in Buffy. Oh, he For is Vampire Slayer. Three seasons. That movie, yeah, that show yeah, the show. Though. He's a werewolf. Oh, okay. yeah. And he also I've dates Willow, a witch. Yeah, he also dates Willow. That's the most messed what up show. Fuck? Now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was fun yeah. when you're watching you're like oh this is a great show okay vampires that's cool witches okay cool werewolves all right and then you you think back about it you're like how the fuck does this all make sense it doesn't it's a it's no, it a doesn't. vampire werewolf witch yeah. show it doesn't need to make sense that like the 90s were prime time for there that was so much cocaine shit. going on in the 90s, it's like the the 80s had cocaine. <laughs> i think it was the 90s was the cocaine year with all the shit that they pushed out like this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this movie. I anytime Jan Silent Bob are on screen in this movie, it gets really cartoony. And I don't know I don't know that I really like that tone. I'm I'm fine with the weird kind of like like douchebag conversation parts. Cause I think Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. even if his characters are kind of assholes, writes pretty good dialogue that feels authentic, even if it's mm-hmm. obviously written as like dialogue in a movie. It still feels like it works it's not but anytime they don't feel shoehorned in certain parts like you, you're watching yeah. some movies and you're like they're just pushing that because they need it for future like kevin smith his dialogue is like i can actually see two assholes actually having that conversation mm-hmm. yeah and then you swap to jay and silent bob doing cartoonish like grappling hook run faster than police guys and i'm like okay yeah. i think i know what you're going with but like is I I don't know maybe it's just me that the the difference in tone didn't quite work for me and I wasn't a big Kevin Smith guy when I was younger so I don't know if I just didn't get in on time yeah I think you were I think you're too young yes you weren't right at the I was young when this one came out like nineties ninety five yeah I was sixteen this was the first one of Kevin Smith's movies that I saw in the theater. Uh, it's only his second movie, but this is the one that I saw in the theater. This is the one that got me into. So I was like, like watching this movie as a 16 year old, this thing was awesome. Watching it as a 40 year old. I'm like, I can see why I loved this as a 15 year old. I don't love it so much anymore. Um, like I said, the dialogue, I, I I'm on the opposite end of you. I think the Jay and silent Bob stuff works the best like their dialogue somehow seems the most natural even though they are doing that cartoonish stuff but the dialogue between especially jason lee and anybody else is so 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 written that like nobody talks like that right 
Except um, for like yeah. Shannon Doherty does a fine <laughs> job of like going back and forth with him. Like, oh, this is how this guy talks. But everybody else, like if Jason Lee was the only one who talked like that, it would be okay because then everybody, but everybody would have to react to him like Shannon Doherty does. Like, oh, this asshole is going on one of his, <laughs> on right. one of his like dialogues again. Right. But nobody else does. Everybody else sort of tries to match him. And I don't think it worked as well as his back and forth between him and Shannon Doherty. Right. That's that. It, I mean, that might just meet, be me though. With the, with the Shannon Doherty thing, you have more of a, you know, there's established relationship. Like, you know, like they're, they're a couple. She's already dealt with him doing these stupid things. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. when he's conversing with other people, they don't have that intimate relationship with him. So it's either they're friends or acquaintances. So they're like, well, I need to, tr- he seems to be this cool guy where he's the main character. So I have to live up to that. So I have to try and talk like him instead of where Shannon's like, you're a fucking cock. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> like stop being yeah. a pretentious asshole. And I think actually what's funny is I think people watching like Kevin, this is a downfall of like Kevin Smith's films. You get actual people who watch and go, Oh my God, Jason Lee is so cool when they're like 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And then they try and imitate being like that person their whole life, and you and they don't realize like, no, he's an asshole. Yeah. You can't treat people like this. But they go on thinking like this is because he's so cool. It's kind of like those people who think, you know, like the the cops wearing the Punisher logo on their stuff, or they just think it's cool because it's like this person or those like the, during the I just finished watching the Matrix for uh, the Feel Better show. And I remember everybody dressing like Neo or trying to walk like Morpheus with your hands behind your back. <laughs> like I'm trying, like it hurts. Like how did he do it for so long? Um, or just trying to be like that pretentious douchebag. Like I think, unfortunately, movies like directors like Kevin Smith and the Wachowskis caused a great generation of douchebaggery to uh, to come out. <laughs> douchebaggery. <laughs> douchebaggery. Look it up. Love it's a it. word. It's a word. It's That's got to be the name of the episode. <laughs> the douchebaggery episode. The douchebaggery episode. That that should just be your next podcast, Phil. The douchebag douche douche report with Phil Better. <laughs> <laughs> I have too many podcasts. I can't have another one. Actually, it should just be called Phil Better Douchebaggery. Douchebaggery. Right. The first douche guest I'm going to have on is Michael. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> now what what did everybody think of ben affleck's character and that's what i want like one of the best his... characters he's ever played because it's the so true to character it's just so true to him that's what i find like when he's playing characters that are easy for him like someone from boston so like goodwill hunting the town this where he doesn't really have to act <laughs> in essence he can just be himself Right. He it, it makes them it just shows how good of an actor he actually is, you know, like but when he has to do like old-timey stuff or like something like Daredevil and you're like, "Oh god, stop trying to act. Please just stop <laughs> trying to act. <laughs> Go back to Boston. <laughs> Go back Go to back writing to the fashionable mail." Yes. Fashionable yeah. mail. Yep. Oh, the the names of the stores in this yeah. movie fucking They're good. suck. <laughs> I Uh-oh. hate them. <laughs> There's they're a, intentionally there's a, awful. Are you kidding? I know they're intentionally, <laughs> but there's one called the carpet 
eatery Mon- or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid because what it what is it? Like, is it a carpet store in a mall? That's yes. the, that's not a thing. That was just a <laughs> store that you made up so that you could call it that, you fucking <laughs> jerk off. Come on, he's a child at heart. Like, like, look, you're writing a movie, you will get to name all the stores, and you're pretty much a child mental the mental IQ of a child to be safe. Like, come on, we're all we all have that. Like, if I was making a movie and I had to fill out stores and I, I didn't get the rights to any of the I would so do a sh- so close to carpet muncher carpet eatery you know all sure. the things like all the slur not slurs but all the like innuendos i could i wouldn't boo slurs i'm sorry I, I wanted to say innuendos all the innuendos i could because it just makes it more fun because everybody's going to be watching that and, and anybody paying attention would see it and be like hey I would see it and be like, God, fucking stop it. <laughs> you would, but every single testosterone male would have been like, nice. Nice. Right. It's just, it's like the innuendos are, don't bother me. It's just the fact that it's such, it's such a stretch. It's like, is that your, is that going to be the yoga store you run at the mall? Such a stretch. Such a stretch. Hey, <laughs> stretch. that's there something. You there you that's go. something that would be in a mall. A carpet store would not be in a mall. <laughs> and they oh. definitely wouldn't call a carpet store carpet munchers. <laughs> or the cookie. Says you. The Says cookie you. Stand. I don't know. You just said that the cartoony stuff with uh, Jay and Silent Bob works. And when you get cartoony with the store names. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's. Just, oh, I'm just saying. Yeah. You're, no, you're right about the tone of this movie. The tone is so all over the place that. It, it all depends on what works, especially for me, because I don't know why I think certain things are funny. Like, I don't I don't know personally it's why I like stuff and why back. I don't. Since we had the legendary Chris Harvey on, I've realized comedy is all about the callback. Mm-hmm. So you find it funny because you're calling back to something. That's why it's, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris always saying that comedy is only about callbacks sort of drives me crazy too. I wish he was here because I want to see what he, he thinks that. of all of these callbacks. <laughs> I've told him that. Yeah, he's he's very Chris Harvey is very big on like there's one type of comedy, and I've told him before that that drives me insane. <laughs> Wait, I want to. I would. I would so like him to watch Monty Python and the the. Any any of the Monty Pythons any actually, and see what he thinks of those. Because like th- th- uh, some of their stuff, I find funny. Some of them I don't. But I appreciate the comedic ability that these guys have. Because they go, they run the gambit of yeah, silliness. It's, it's so weird because I would have thought that Chris Harvey would have been all in on Kevin Smith movies because it is so juvenile and and callbacky and and punny. Um, and that seems to be right up his alley. So I have no idea what he would think about Monty Python. I mean, Monty Python works for me every time, even when it's stupid. There's something in there that that works for me. But it, yeah, I don't it has know. Some it has some parts in Monty Python it has some parts where it's funny, but for the most part, I'm just like watching it. You're just watching. It. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's like this. Yeah, it's, I, I chuckle sometimes, but for the most part, I'm just watching it. Like Kevin Smith movies, you just watch it. It's yeah, that's pretty much. Of, yeah, that's sort of how <laughs> I've been with everything except for Clerks. I'm like just watching this, and I'm like, 
why did I like this so much when I was 16, 17, 18 years old? Did you guys notice that uh, TS was trying on a clerk's hat on the dirt mall? Yes, I did. Yes. Notice. I, did not. I got that. The hat no. that he puts on, it was a clerk's hat. Oh, the dirt mall part was where I was eating dinner <laughs> and paying as a little attention to this movie as I could. The dirt mall part was it was actually kind of funny with the third nipple <laughs> lady. Yeah, it I, just I, turns I out it's bubblegum. She just takes it off and starts chewing on it. I, I, yeah, I do way better. I do way better when I don't have to talk in character, and I'm like, "Cool, okay, that's pretty good." Like, <laughs> right? Dropping the facade is a is a comedy bit that I generally like. I'm like, all right, and then she turns out to have pretty sound advice. I'm like, "Cool, yeah, this works." Yeah, and having um, TS completely not fall for it, but completely buy into it. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is yeah, yeah. Some, how the characters do like a 180. Yeah, like Brody was all about it. Then when he saw the third nipple, he's just like, "I'm gonna throw it." <laughs> like you're upset yeah. because you're worried that you're gonna get, uh, oh, what is it? You're gonna be inspired and want to follow up on my in, like empowerment or something like that, right? Yeah, we're so we're, this movie for some reason, even though very little happens in this movie, it feels very drawn out. It feels like this was originally about 45 minutes worth of content. And they're like, no, let's make this a movie. So we're going to stretch it out. <laughs> so they added so much like dialogue and bullshit. <laughs> yeah. The dialogue in the one liners is like what is like my favorite part of the movie. It's just like some of the quotes that they say in the in the middle of like nowhere. Like Brody's character flipping out the entire movie just makes it. That's makes the entire movie. And without him, it's a it's just a love story. It's not a comedy. Which is supposed to be like a comedy romance, a romantic comedy or whatever. I feel he did a better job in the romantic comedy with Chasing Amy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he took is, what he learned this from is... this movie and made, like, Chasing Amy is probably next to, I, I, I put Clerks as number one for me in Kevin Smith movies because it's the movie that kind of like showed me that anything, anybody can do anything. Like, it's, it's such a great, he, this dude sold his comic books to make this movie so like he went all in on it and i can appreciate that but chasing amy is probably in my top three of kevin smith movies yeah, yeah uh, chasing amy's up there with with me too i do yeah, like chasing i got amy. shit for saying it during the clerks episode but i do think that chasing amy was his best movie movie um it's it's definitely not the funniest one but it's definitely the most structurally sound movie and like plot driven thing um it's the most like proper movie he's done Yeah, it's definitely his most proper movie movie um dogma's up there but like this was fantastic but that's not for for all of the kevin smith movies that are on everybody's top five movies um we didn't get chasing amy or dogma like his best two movies which i thought was really weird I do. I do like Dogma. Dogma is one of my favorite movies. So not obviously not my top five, but it is one of my favorite. Dogma's a good one. Yeah. This was my first Kevin Smith movie. I was going to say that. That so he hooked. Mm-hmm. Me. Wait, wait. You didn't. You didn't watch Clerks. No, I the first his first movie I saw was Mallrats. Oh, okay, okay. The first movie you yeah. saw was Mallrats. Okay. Yeah. Was like, yeah. So. <laughs> You were on the Clerks episode. I'm pretty sure you were. Yeah, Jerry <laughs> did say that he watched Clerks 2 before he watched Clerks. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I, did. yeah. I did. If I remember, it was just because it was in color. Yeah. 
and also because it had Rosario Dawson in it, which which I don't blame you for that. Either. Yeah, <laughs> no, hell, yeah. it's the only reason I watched the third one. <laughs> or uh, no, uh, no, strike back. Uh, not fuck. What? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. So what was the most recent Kevin hard. Smith movie? The most uh, recent one. Yeah, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. reboot. Oh, the reboot. Yeah. 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 That, was okay. was that, that happened. Okay. Yeah. 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 And Clerks Three is happening it, too. Yep. No, Clerk, I, know. I can't I, wait I've for Clerks seen, Three. Yeah. yeah, I've been seeing his Clerks Three stuff. But he, I didn't. He I had no so idea quickly. about this Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's look it up. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. on Amazon, it's I believe. It, 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 it's, mm-hmm. it's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's so silly. <laughs> it's 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 like Jay and Silent Bob, like how they were cartoony in uh, this movie, Mallrats. Um, they take the cartooniness to the full extreme in mm-hmm. uh, the reboot movie, and it's, it's like Clerks cartoon. Mm. Yeah, they even go further than the Clerks cartoon true yeah they're old though they're a lot older yeah. <laughs> that's how linear time works yeah like, yeah oh, I, I was that, watching that's why i go back in time hard and get the OJ. yeah yes it did yes it did but what did everyone think everyone think about the game show the game show part where uh brody's is pretty much tearing into contestant number three <laughs> <laughs> I, a mall is an interesting place to hold a filming for a game show. Feels like yeah. you don't have a whole lot of control over it, as evidence in the movie itself. Uh-huh. I actually, when I was a kid growing up, right around this time, we actually did have a mall where they did film a hmm. like a couple of game shows, like different game shows. So this is definitely a thing that happened in malls in the 90s. Yeah, like I remember I've, that. I've literally sat there in an audience and watched this hmm. happen. So this is definitely a real thing. It wasn't as big of a production as it is in this movie, but because there's like there's like several hundred people in the audience of this yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> like the audience for this is huge. It's but, like a Jerry uh, Springer show. Jerry yeah, I don't miss malls either, Dylan. But yeah, this this definitely did happen in malls in the nineties, and we didn't even have that big of a mall. Do you guys still have malls? Because we, ha- I have a mall right down the road. <laughs> yeah, we got malls. Yeah, we. I, I have one that's I think th- theoretically still in, <laughs> still working. In yeah. college in Ohio, we had a mall in the town, and we called it the small because it was a single line. It was a single <laughs> oh, line of building. Well, it was inside, but it was like oh, okay. a single mall with a crossbar, and that was it. It was like a plus sign of a mall. It was very. It had a movie theater. It was the only movie theater in town. Yeah, yeah. All malls need to have movie theaters. I think it's like mandatory. If a mall doesn't have a movie no. theater, it's not not a true mall. Our mall yeah. doesn't have a movie theater. It's not. We a true have. Mall, it's then. huge. It's huge. We have though. one mall. We have one mall that got demolished, and is now just a department store, a gym. And the movie theater still standing. <laughs> and then we have one mall that every time I go there, it shrinks at least one or two stores. Um, and then there's one up the other way that is dark in three quarters of it. And one hallway still has stores. And as the stores leave, the other ones that are like they sort of get grouped <laughs> together so there's like a food court and then a group of like six stores that are still open that's, that's the place i want to be during a zombie apocalypse 
that much. <laughs> I don't think you do that because much. there's like malls, despite the fact that like it's a big setting for zombie movies. Any mall that I've ever been to has a lot of glass, yeah, and a lot like, of windows, easy, you know, lots of entrances. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's not I where I was to be during the zombie apocalypse. I was being sarcastic, but okay, I don't think you were. <laughs> I, I think, think you were serious. That to save yeah, because I'm going to go to a, I'm going to go all the way to Mike's place when there's a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, that's yeah. Let's travel over a thousand kilometers or like eighteen football fields for you Americans because you guys don't use regular fucking measurements. We don't that use is, football yeah, we, fields. We either. measure things by football field. <laughs> I, he's you not do, wrong. I'm sorry. There is enough fucking evidence on the news that you guys produce <laughs> that shows that you guys will use washing machines. <laughs> Football fields, cars. There's a, a report of a sinkhole saying, "Yeah, we can fit 14. It, it's the size of 14 washing machines." Hmm. Like, what the hell? Can't you just say it's like 18 feet across by 20? Like, I mean, come on. My unit, my unit of measurement for like trunks of cars is how many bodies could yeah, I fit in? The trunks of cars is universal. How many dead bodies can you fit in? This? That's universal. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> Yeah, yep. he told you. <laughs> Google it. Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> Six to seven washing machines. I told you. <laughs> you, Amer- you guys do chickens. So here's the thing. That is Missouri, though. You can't blame the whole country for Missouri. <laughs> That's true. Again, That's we true. can blame Missouri. Right. and f- Look, you have Missouri and Florida and Texas. No offense to my Texas brother. Hey, you guys hey, have some hey, crazy hey, shit. Hey, You're leaving hey. a few out there. Phil, when you come and invade um america 18, 12. and bring your 18, bring 12. your health insurance and stuff 18, also 12. bring metric please also bring yeah right. they, the entire words world's metric but us yeah hmm. it's very stupid there's so much stuff that the entire world does except for us <laughs> but yeah washing i'm i am tired of measuring sinkholes by washing machine we we what's funny is uh, in in Quebec we have the worst roads because the mob owns the all the construction companies. Um, this, and you cheap. should have the best roads. No, so we have the, have the worst mafia. No, no, the the mafia is like they're bad. Uh, <laughs> at one point, actually, the head of the uh, family here was actually had a had a hit on him from the the five families in New York because he was slightly more powerful than the, all five families. <laughs> But we, we, you can get your car if your car is damaged by a pothole. They literally said it has to fit a chicken. If it doesn't fit a chicken, <laughs> it doesn't count as a pothole. Huh? A, a live a chicken? chicken? Go get a chicken. A, I don't know if it's a live or dead chicken. I never asked. <laughs> but it's like, really? That's we're gonna go to the American style and use a chicken. <laughs> Instead of actually like, you know, it's 18 inches deep or like 44 centimeters deep, you know? No. It would be easier to go grab a ruler and measure the pothole than it would be to find a chicken, catch it, and then measure the pothole. Unless, you know, the city of Montreal or the province of Quebec actually just have a chick. Like everybody, road drivers just go out, get the chicken, Jean-Guy, and check if it's a a bad hole. You're not assigned assigned chickens by the government when you turn 18? No. Oh, okay. Not. Is that something that happens in Colorado? No. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So the part where um, oh, Jay yeah, and Silent Bob <laughs> going yeah. back to the movie chickens. 
there's a there is one thing that that i i was like all right this is a little bit of an overkill the like the amount of cops that show up to stop these guys from ruining a mall game show is ridiculous there's a van and two cars and like 16 cops get out and they're like lining this place (laughs) because these guys like smoked out two contestants and took over their spot like i'm not quite sure what the big deal was (laughs) like like, how are we getting is it are we are we saying that Michael Rooker's character has that much pull in yes. like the town yes. that he can get all of the cops? It's the a, probably precinct? the only crime going on. And he's like, we have a crime. And all the cops are like, Oh my God. Oh my God. We got crime. Let's go. This and they're all running around Jersey. like fucking chickens I'm, with their heads I cut off. promise you that there's more crimes than this going on in <laughs> anywhere in New Jersey at any time. Well, here's the <laughs> safest crime that they can go to. Right. <laughs> I don't want to die. It's Everyone fucking Jersey up. in the 90s. We got this disturbance. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, this was this was silly. And then you find out that this, you know, 20-year-old girl playing a 15-year-old girl <laughs> is getting fucked in a very uncomfortable position. These guys in this movie are supposed to be high schoolers. Yeah. None of them look like high schoolers. They are all 30. They are the yeah. oldest. Like people talk Everybody. shit on 90210 for this. These guys are the oldest guys playing teenagers. Yep. Like Jason Lee looks like he's 30 in this movie, and so does the guy <laughs> playing TS. What, what yeah. I don't understand, this is what fucked up a lot of people, I think growing up because they would watch this movie like oh they're 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 supposed to be 13 14 they're supposed to be my age and then you realize like n- life is not like this these people are like 98 or not, not 98 30 years old or like yeah they're not as old as i am now you are That's like true. you're as old as time michael well like, I was when they invented time point, you were already alive i That's was at one point 16 years old and i no, knew that these don't guys lie. were not my age don't lie you were never 16 okay you were 16 18 universes ago or time 16, cycles of the universe i was 16 okay. in 16 ad no further back further back <laughs> keep you going claim your jesus michael <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Don't, don't say we have Jesus too. on the podcast. Great. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. I mean, only Jesus yeah, sure, could grow a beard this good. But he's uh, not no, white. No, no comment. Yeah. No comment. Yeah. No. I'm going to stay away from that one. <laughs> not religious, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, uh, me and Dan, we want to try to keep any and all sponsors that are coming to us, so we will. Yeah, kindly <laughs> step away. Please, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I already collected the, the checks, so I'm good. I'm, I'm actively trying to keep the sponsors away. Sorry. Guys. <laughs> That's what happens when you get into business with the punk rock podcaster. You you lose all your sponsors. Uh, they can listen to Twitching Upstream if they want radical stuff. <laughs> radical stuff. <laughs> Uh, uh, do so, you guys just want to get into reels? Because we have like what, what, ten minutes left. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> we're, we're just, just going fun. off point anyway. Uh, we've, so. we've pretty much covered this movie. It's a bunch of people yeah. hanging out in a mall and talk about how we're, their relationships we're, we're are doing shitty. the exact movie. Yep. We're recreating yes. the movie right now. That's actually we need a mall. Accurate. 
the <laughs> the tagline for this movie is they're not here to shop, they're not here to work, they're just here. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's like the whole Us. movie wrapped up in three sentences. Yeah. Yep. I mean, these guys that's and the podcast wrapped up in three sentences. And I, <laughs> we we have turned this into a much more conversational podcast than I'm comfortable with, but um <laughs> But yeah, I'm here to talk I about mean, movies. Damn in it. the 90s, yeah. in the 90s, this was definitely me and my friends. Mm-hmm. We were definitely there. You know, I don't think we ever I after this movie came out, we did start carrying around sample-sized cups to get free drinks. Um, that is definitely something that we did because and so we weren't rock. the only ones. <laughs> it's a loophole. So punk rock. Yeah. The weird the weird thing about this movie is um this is set in 1995. Um, and there the is not, clicks. I did not see an arcade in this mall. This is a Ooh. huge mall. You would think that a scene would get set in an arcade because that was like a big thing. Like I remember in 1995, you know, when more like the new mortal Kombat or the more, the new street fighter would come out, there yeah. would be literal lines out the door mm-hmm. for people waiting to play these games. It was a big thing, and this movie has video games in it, but we don't have an arcade. I think because it couldn't get the rights to show the games in the arcade. They could have fake very, ones. They, yeah. yeah, that's what they did. He made up a hundred fake stores. He could have made up 50 fake video games and painted over some arcade cabinets. Right. Like Street Puncher, they could have made yeah. Street Puncher yeah, too. Made like, funny. Yeah, made funny I, just like there, I'm doing your job for you. <laughs> Where were you in '95, Mike? Go, Kevin fil- helping out <laughs> Kevin Smith with these ideas. Yeah, my he, he was my 16. actual probably my actual, back surgery. <laughs> my favorite uh, mall story. Oh, I say this arcade thing just so I can tell the story where um, we had an arcade in our mall back in the 90s and it had this huge like red pipe that ran across the top of it and i was going into the arcade one day and i jumped up and smacked it and it fell off and landed on top of me (laughs) serves you right and in order to have the like the mall not like sue me my dad had to go (laughs) And put the pipe back up on the wall <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> because the, they wanted to like they wanted to like find me and make me pay. For it. <laughs> so you could have told us this story fifteen episodes ago and never had to explain anything about yourself. <laughs> it all makes sense now. It all came together. It all makes sense. Now. It makes sense. The why Mike is the way he is? The pipe, he the had pipe, a pipe did it all. Yeah, it was the pipe. The pipe tends to do it all. But yeah, it, it actually was. It did stick out to me that there was no arcade in this movie. No, that was in 1995, based on a mall. Yeah, yeah, that was a good mm-hmm. point. Now that you mention it, it's it does make it a little odd that he spent <laughs> carpet eatery. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna. I, I, I so want to name a, sh- a, a a a company carpet eatery. That's it. it. Has nothing to do with carpets. No idea what it does, but it's just called that. And I'm gonna just say, by Michael. <laughs> I don't know. But, <laughs> okay. I want nothing to do with. Oh yeah. Hey, oh, you're you're. you're it's, 
even though it is called carpet munchers in the movie and i did make up carpet eatery i still want nothing to do with it <laughs> oh you're, you're you're getting all the fame punk rock all the fame <laughs> all the fame okay now we can go into reels now that i have my arcade, now that i, I thought that's what arcade. you were doing <laughs> yeah we were jumping to you and you went off on this tangent about a red pipe that you you broke you created vandalism I did. We I vandalized. We vandalized the shit out of that mall. <laughs> We've all vandalized a mall, haven't we? I know I have. We also like the no outside comment. of that mall also had like bricks that stuck out, and we would climb up to the roof. There was right. nothing up there. We yeah. didn't do anything up there. We just climbed do it so that we could do like, it. Do, do we Look, need guys, to be we aware talked of about this? We got to give Michael five minutes. We talked about this backstage. Before we got, <laughs> got to give him five minutes just to let yep. it go. Okay, Mike. Let's go. <laughs> Sitting on the porch, let the man ramble. Yeah, man. Man ramble. Look, man, I'm an old man with a lot of stories, and if you don't want to hear them, just tell me I'm fired from the show, and then no, you have know, Jack you Billings have for that. Him. That's your other podcast. Is your story podcast? I love. No, I don't get to tell stories in that podcast. I'm the one who has to listen to the crazy stories on that show. Oh, so you're punishing us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to be clear. We're being punished. Sure, sure. Bill, you and I are going to start a new show where you just sit there and listen to me tell stories about what happened when I was, you know, 17 years old. I'm just going to mute you (laughs) the whole time. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. My God. Just have a button that I just press every so often. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I'll just have that aren't button you, play. Every time he says something, I just press the button. Aren't you <laughs> glad nice. you spent $500 on that thing, Phil? 700 <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> For cool. somebody who loves money as much as you do, you sure love to waste it, too. See, this... But, Mike, here's the thing. I don't need my computer to do a podcast anymore. I have a full studio with this device. So I can bring this wherever cool. I want, and all I need is a microphone, and that's it. I don't need my you, my computer or anything. I have a, it comes with a micro USB. You slap it in, hit the big red record button, and I have a podcast right there. I can do it all there. The Real Boys is sponsored by, (laughs) it's not that much smaller than a, than a laptop, (laughs) which I can do a podcast with if I have a microphone with me. Yeah, but you can only have one microphone plugged into your laptop. If I'm doing interviews, which is my podcasts, I need to have Mac more. (laughs) <laughs> and this allows me to have up to four plus my phone plus if i need a computer plus another phone through uh bluetooth so go fuck yourself it was the a real worthy investment is sponsored by roadcaster pro. pro why don't you waste a bunch of money on some pointless bullshit <laughs> I, I i also want a roadcaster pro so i have nothing to say about this <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, I, I want one. I'm Go sorry. Fuck yourself. <laughs> sorry, Mister Bootstrapping the world, Mister Punk Rocker against you know improving the quality. The Bootstrapping. Yeah. You don't want to spend any money to make your equipment better. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, um, okay. So and the reels. Movie. <laughs> Take us away, Dan. <laughs> uh, Dylan, let's, let's give us your reels since uh, Mike decided to go on a tangent. <laughs> you know, this movie's fine. I'm giving it a six, which is I don't I don't dislike this movie. I don't really seek it out. Um I think there are other Kevin Smith movies I like more. Um so you know, six out of ten. 
straight across the bow, average. Uh, I'm Dylan. Find me at all the some nobody stuff, talking upstream, torching upstream. Got no time to binge on Wednesdays. You can listen to Silicon Angels, choose your own pod venture, that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else. That's it. <laughs> Six out of ten. <laughs> Bye, everybody. All oh, right. it's me. Okay. Mr. Um, Phil. I am. I'm Phil Better, the podcast mogul. I have multiple podcasts. I have the Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur podcast. Invest in Yourself, the podcast series, Better Pain, a wrestling podcast. I have the uh, Phil Better show and Stock Dirty to Me. I give this a 7.5 because it's it's my second favorite Kevin Smith movie probably in the, the world. Anyways, yeah, you can catch me pretty much daily doing a podcast on my Facebook page uh, or on Instagram at Podcaster Phil Better. Thank you. Good night. Mr. Jerry and Blaze. Uh, like I said, man, first Kevin Smith film made me a big fan. I love this movie. Great 90s nostalgia. Uh, I was around the same age as Michael, too, when this came out. So this was awesome to me, man. I definitely see how it's in your top five. If I would have thought about it, it might have been in mine, too. So I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a nine. Give it a strong nine, man. I really like this movie. Uh, I think it holds up well still, too, if you you know just watch it again. Uh, but, yeah, strong nine for me. Jerry and Blaze, Cloud Chronicles. Bet that with Dan and Jerry on Thursdays, sports podcast, and The Real Boys. And I got a new podcast called The Pants Are Off. Coming soon. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Peace. Michael, call uh, me. I am also going to give this a six. Um, it's it's very watchable now. Um, if, if you would have asked me when I was 17, I would have given it a nine. But now... You know, it's it's watchable, but it's not nearly, you know, it's probably my second least favorite Kevin Smith movie. Um, but I still like it way better than uh, I like Jay and Silent Bob on the rewatch. Um, anyway, uh, I'm Michael Colby. I have as many podcasts as Phil does, but mine are good. Um, <laughs> I got Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex, uh, Generation Clash, No Time to Binge. I love this terrible game. And then, of course... Uh, I'm here every Monday and Friday. Unlike some of the real boys, I'm always here. So you can always <laughs> listen to my beautiful voice talking about movies and probably some other shit that nobody cares about. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And I'm Dan Levely, DL Smokes, AKA Danny Dribbles, man, man of many nicknames. And this was Mall Rats. And, um, this is a nine, a solid nine for me. I love this movie. The one-liners are on point. Uh, I laugh throughout the entire movie. And I don't know, the dialogue, uh, not the dialogue, but the the um, the theme really didn't, I don't know, really didn't, the plot really didn't make any much sense. But anyways, I love this movie. You can catch me on Oops Caught Me Smoking every Saturday night live. And you can catch me on Bet That with Dan and Jerry on Thursdays at nine o'clock live <laughs> and you can catch me live on the real boys every monday and friday i go live a lot that's it bye oh wait